Welcome to Faithfully Unapologetic. We are your hosts, and I'm Kelly Jean Pittman, and this is my amazing and beautiful daughter, Gina. We are a mom and teen duo who are super excited to help you discover the secret to finding joy in the chaos of the everyday. We're honored to share this time with you every two weeks, while you'll learn how to break free from the cycle of anxious thoughts while moving into joy and peace on a daily basis. We'll encourage you to step into your power, find joy, and become the best version of yourself while improving your relationship with God. So please be sure to subscribe so that together we can spread joy even amongst the chaos and faithfully nurture our body, mind, and soul. You can find us on Instagram at faithfully underscore apologetic and at kellyjeanpittman.com. Thank you so much and we really hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome beautiful listeners. Welcome back guys. Today, our topic is one I think that everybody in the world is interested in. I think that's very true because I think a lot of people think that this thing that we're going to talk about is unachievable or can be masked by physical things in society. That society tells us is this. Right, or it can be given by material things. But it really is not. No. Uh, It transcends really all human understanding. Yeah. And the topic today is peace. Yeah. What peace is not. Yes, that's the most important aspect is what peace is not. Yes. It's like, why are we talking about what peace is not? Yeah. Don't we want to know what peace is? Yes, I think we do. We do. So that's what we're going to start out with. Yes. So then we can kind of talk about what peace is not, and then we can go to, we can strive for what peace is. Yeah, so I have a definition of peace, and the first definition is a state of tranquility and quiet. Who wants that? I do. I do. My hand is raised high. When I think of the word tranquility, I think of a spa garden. Yes, (laughs) like we went to in South Dakota. Yeah, that was actually so fun. (laughs) Hot springs, and they had flowers everywhere, and like rock, and all these different I swear, that was literally the definition of peace. Yes, and tranquility, and you couldn't talk, so it was quiet and very peaceful. Yes. But is that the peace we're talking about? You'll find out. Yeah. Stick around. Stick around. So the second definition is freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. Amen. So Who wants freedom really, from that? I like this definition a lot because it it goes along with what we talk about. Because when you're feeling oppressed or disquieted, what is that a word? By yeah. your thoughts or emotions, it can feel very overwhelming, and you honestly you don't have any peace or joy. No, it's like the thoughts and the emotions are running amok in your head. And it's yeah. like a scramble And it's really hard to noise. find God, too. Yeah, I uh, when that there's too much action going on, it's like God, I think, is lost. It's like they're yeah. pushing him out of the way. It give you a lot of uh, anxious feelings. Right. And so, in talking about this, where do you think you find peace during your day? What is peaceful to you? Or do you want me to start? You could start. I I need to think about this a little more. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to talk about peace. Peace for me, what is so amazing about peace is that it's kind of hard to understand and it does kind of come from within. But some of the peaceful moments I've had, like number one is like I love being outside. I love being out in nature. It just, it brings me an internal peace. I Mm -hmm. feel connected. I feel, honestly, I feel loved. 
my mind is quiet. I don't have everything running amok. So for me, being outside, like a moment of peace, like and every day, like I love being outside in the morning with my cup of coffee and my puppy dog and sitting in the garden. Mm-hmm. That's like beautiful. I don't need anything else. I, I feel so much peace and I feel so much at joy. Yeah. And, I, and I'm really doing nothing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but sitting out and being present and so that's like that's a beautiful moment for me or at night I love sitting outside in the gazebo and I have the crickets chirping and the breeze is blowing through the air and I can smell all the grasses and the different things blooming and it's so quiet at night with the crickets and the frogs it's like I love it, that noise it just brings this sense of peace this sense of um, connection the sense of tranquility and it's really quieting for my mind yeah I would say a very similar thing, too, when I'm out in nature or the gazebo or, like, reading devotions. Mm-hmm. I think that brings me a lot of peace, and, like, part of that is incorporating God into that. Right. Right, that's where I feel in that quiet, right? It's like I can kind of feel the power of God and his beauty around me just through the sights and sounds yeah. without needing anything man-made. Mm-hmm. Or you don't have to be being productive in order to feel at peace exactly. with yourself. Right. I don't have to be doing something or eating something or forcing this feeling upon me. It just is. Mm-hmm. And so, and the most beautiful thing is if you have this peace, you can identify with this peace. And you're, it really comes with that identity with Christ, but it, you hold peace from within. It doesn't come from the outside. Yeah. So that's number one. What peace is not, it, it doesn't come from the outside. And that's really what we're going to focus on here. Because I can use a situation where um, something that would be very disquieting and very troublesome for yes. me as a mom. <laughs> I had an experience. Because just think, if you have this peace coming from the inside of you, and it's kind of like that joy eternally it's not dependent upon anything else you can go through your day and it can be as chaotic as it needs to be but you can maintain that peace yeah and so a simple situation is when I was ready to pick somebody up and I had this nice homemade cup of it's a mocha coffee melted chocolate chips and for health purposes I put in some nice coconut organic coconut oil in there so it's really oily and really thick and really chocolatey I got some coconut milk in there and then it literally did a flip and landed on my floor and it had no cover on it yeah (laughs) my car floor and normally particularly from a mom when you're cleaning up all day these little things happen anyways I can blow a gasket I mean, yeah, my world. I've seen it. <laughs> it's scary. I don't want to be there when that It's probably happens. scary. It's scary for me. Come on. Okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm reacting. It's like, oh my gosh. It's like, it's spilled this oil and this slime and this chocolate over the bottom of the floor. But this one particular day, and you know, it's not necessarily every day. No. Peace can come and go. Yeah. But I'm like, oh. You know, but I picked it up. I don't even know. I didn't do much to clean it up, but I decided I really wanted my mocha. And I went and made myself another one. <laughs> went and picked up my daughter. I think we're going to a college for the first time, a visit. And so so we were oh, late. So, we, so yeah. we were running late. So I didn't really have time to clean this up because we had to get to our point in time. And literally when I came to clean it up later, I mean... It was pe- I was peaceful about it. I did not flip out. I didn't. It wasn't like a big deal. I got my coffee. Yeah. Then I went to clean it up. It's magic. Okay, 
God's magic. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, obviously. <laughs> Duh. But I went to clean it up, and it's like, oh, there's, like, hardly anything here. It's like, how could that be? I don't even know what I did or how I cleaned it yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you didn't clean it up, and then when I was in there, it, I didn't, I was like, you spilled coffee? I mean, I, I don't might, think I even saw it. I might have taken, like, a dish towel or something and fucked oh, it up a little but bit, still, but I didn't, like, sit there. Normally, I would scrub it. it down, right, and do all this yeah. stuff and throw it out and hose it off and, like, this big, huge deal, but... Um, it was amazing, but it had this piece. The whole underlying aspect of this is that your environment comes from your internal state of being, that piece. Mm-hmm. And so that piece is what kind of initiated this chain reaction of peace all the way through, even in this kind of chaotic spill that normally I can lose my mind. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm so frustrated. Yeah. So do you have a situation where you kind of experienced peace in a chaotic? Yeah. Well school homework can be pretty overwhelming and it's really frustrating when you have a paper or an assignment that you spend a decent amount of time on and then you think it saves and it doesn't and you just start over that's the worst and usually I flip out I want to throw my computer against the wall I want to throw my iPad against the wall I want to just scream and not do it and curl up in a ball and cry very chaotic very I hear it no peace at all as a past graphic de- former graphic designer back in the day when there was no autosave i'd have a whole ad laid out all day worked on it eight hours there'd be a computer glitch and it's gone yeah it's like you've just like you've designed this and changed it around a million ways yes and i literally would want to smash the so computer that's happened and... to me multiple multiple Rage. times and i feel like one time i think one time i can't remember what the assignment was or what the paper was but i just it deleted it was gone at first, I wanted to flip out, mm-hmm. but then I was I like, I, I thought about it a little bit, and I realized I didn't do my best work on it. I could have done better, and here was my chance to do better. I just wrote it. I think I actually enjoyed writing it again, and I, so it was I had piece. that piece yeah, yeah. about doing it with someone that would usually cause me a lot of stress, a lot of madness. <laughs> Right, I think when we get really upset, right, we add more stress actually to we the do. situation. We it's like almost do. a self sabotage. And so, was it easy to do when you did that piece? Did it kind of flow? Yeah, I mean, it definitely flowed better the second time, and I was like, I felt more confident in my work. I felt happier with my work. So that's a great example of kind of yeah finding that piece in the chaos. Yeah, I mean another another example during my surgery. Now, a little plug. If you want to hear more about this heart surgery stuff, go listen to our first podcast, What is Faith? And I go more in depth about uh, that whole process. And mom talks about some of her story too. Yeah. But surgery, heart surgery is not exactly the most peaceful thing someone can go through. But during this process, I, I just felt so much peace and there was a lot going on during that time and obviously there was a lot of things to be scared of but I felt a lot of peace going into the surgery and even after the surgery and that's even through immense pain it was just God had just planted the seed of peace in my whole being and I was able to just sit in it and trust him through the entire process. 
Yes, and as a spectator sitting on the side, it was a beautiful and amazing thing to see because I was with you all along. Yeah. And, of course, the thought of open-heart surgery at the age of 13 <laughs> is world life-ending. Yeah. Basically, literally. I mean... It could I, have been. <laughs> I, and it was. That's how mm-hmm. anxious and nervous and it's like there's no way you were going to make it through that but it was a whole process right of drawing closer to god and prayer and to see this transform right this piece there's like almost no words to see how you went through it with this big smile on your face and you were you could see the peace Mm -hmm. on your face yeah and And the situation really showed me that peace isn't defined by worldly things it's not your peace the peace that you have that comes from god it's not defined by your circumstances or the environment that you're in like i was in a hospital where things are always changing doctors are telling me things that i have no idea what's happening things are bad things are changing things are not changing exactly (laughs) and yet through all of it i still felt immense peace and so even the pain the peace was still there so peace is not defined by your circumstances or other like outside factors it really has to come from within and I think it comes from within when you have a relationship with God and you're able to be in his presence and feel the gift that he gave us Exactly. And so we want to read some Bible verses that kind of show how important peace is to God and how peace is a gift to us Mm -hmm. um, from him. And so the first verse I have is John 20, 19, chapter 20, verses 19 through 21. And it says, on the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. So this one's really, really good because it's powerful. when you think about it, this is after Jesus was crucified. And they, yes. didn't, they were still waiting to see Jesus. They were still, or, well, okay, they probably weren't waiting to see him, but they no. were they were scared hiding in fear that the jews were going to come get them and and, crucify them and they didn't their their savior had just died their savior was just murdered brutally murdered in front of their eyes their life crumbled to pieces it's like all faith lost sort of Mm -hmm. it's like what is going to happen this isn't how we envisioned this to be they didn't really understand jesus's words as much as he tried to tell them about it it's like kind of got put together afterwards because and i think that's life and that's our life too Mm -hmm. with jesus it's like we we're learning things as we go we don't have the big picture like god does and so they're scared out of their flipping mind it's like oh but then my god jesus comes and gives them peace like they didn't have that peace before yes, because that's their f- they're they're losing their minds trying to figure out what just happened and jesus comes and appears in front of them and gives them this peace that's his first words peace be with you yeah and so that's what god wants for each and every one of us and even if we're going through trials right now it's like god wants you to have peace mm-hmm. peace be with you yeah. And so that's why we find that for so powerful. Yes. And so this one's kind of similar. This one comes from John fourteen twenty seven, And it says, 
Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And so I like this one too because it talks about letting your heart not be troubled. And that kind of goes back to peace is not defined by your circumstances or your environment around you. And we're going to talk about this later, but Jesus gives differently than the world does. And sometimes the things that the world gives can be disguised as quote-unquote peace. Mm -hmm. But peace, like we talked about, is not defined by worldly attributes or anything. It's just, it just is. It comes from you and it comes, oh, it comes from within you, which God is it in come, you. Yeah. Then. It comes from God through you. Oh, yeah. yes. That, yes, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. I've got it. And so that's why, yes, I, we love this one. It's very important because of exactly that. So don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid no matter what you're going through. Yeah. My peace. God gives us peace. And so what peace is not? So now we're yeah. going to just tumble right into what peace is not. We've yes. talked about kind of that peace that we're looking for, that internal peace. So a couple of the ways that peace can get disguised is, number one, through accomplishments. Yeah. And we this is very tricky because accomplishment can feel like it's so peaceful. I remember after I, well, in October last october our entire family got covid and a little another little plug if you want to hear healed in a oh, second healed in the, yeah healed in the second uh look that one up podcast i can't remember i can't remember either tennis <laughs> maybe if you want to hear that you go listen to healed in the second but i remember after that i was so stressed with homework that i thought b- before i'd finished all my homework and catching up I was like once I'm caught up I'm going to feel so much peace and once I caught up I felt peace for like maybe a second but then my brain was racked by all the other assignments that I had going on so even though I'd accomplished all of this and I'd overcome all of the the two weeks of missing assignments I was I didn't feel peace Right. It lasted so shortly. It's like yeah. we get this piece. It's like, woohoo, for like you literally said, a half of a second. Yeah. Yay, up on to the next thing. On to the exactly. next worry. On to the next So struggle. accomplishments are not really peace. They're just, I don't even, it's they, like they give fleeting. us the Yeah, they give us a sense of, um, they, give, they give us a sense of, I suppose, they give us a sense of peace, but it's not real peace, so it doesn't last. So it's very fleeting. Yes. Uh, real peace is eternal and it lasts. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the problem is. And that's what I uh, had read that Jim Carrey, the actor Jim Carrey, said that he wished that he could give everybody in the world a million dollars to start off with so that they could go and discover that no matter what they accomplish and no matter how much money they make, it doesn't matter. They're still that same person. It doesn't change who you are. Yeah. And so that's where this accomplishment comes in as a false peace. Everybody's striving and working, I think, to accomplish something. If I just get to this, right? If I just get yeah. to be the director, if I just get to um, be the CEO, if I just get to be the president, if I just own my own company, you know, that's like career-wise, but we set goals like that all the time yeah. for accomplishment. If or I just for write like a this student, book. It's like, yeah. if I can just graduate... Right. And but now it's like for me uh-huh. for me I'm like 
now I gotta go to college, you know. Okay, yeah, you made that accomplishment, right? Yay, but for a half a second till you realize you have the whole world ahead of you <laughs> exactly. and you gotta start making your own decisions. Yeah. <laughs> See, that that's a like, perfect example of accomplishment. It, yeah. It feels so big and so important and so good to graduate, but then it's like... Until you're a freshman back in college. <laughs> yeah, then it's like, now what? Now what am I doing? Yeah. Um, so that is accomplishment. So that is a, it's um, not a false sense of peace, but it's a fleeting it's sense It's very of fleeting. Peace. Because you're, you, you just, you're on to the next things once you accomplish something. Yep. And so that is not really peace. So that, no. in, in our material world, it's disguised as a peace. Yeah. And it's something that people want to attain. Peace is not, uh, peace is not something that you attain, you know, that It's you just something that gain. is. It's a very good. It's something that is, yes. So the second one is... The second thing that peace can be disguised as, or dissociation is the second thing that peace can be disguised as. Dissociation. And so mom and I were practicing this podcast and going over it and she asked me, so like, what are some things that you think are peace? And I said, sleeping. <laughs> or like, sleeping, I love being in my bed. number one, what is real peace? That's right. We started out with that. Yeah. And she's like, sleeping. But it's like. But that's really not though. Ding, because ding, ding, ding. Is that peace? I can differentiate between when I'm in bed and sleeping versus when I actually feel peace. And when I'm sleeping, I you, I don't feel anything. I just, I'm tired and I can still be stressed. Like, that, my tiredness is probably based on my circumstances. Right. But when I'm peaceful, it's not based on circumstances. I'm in the moment and I can, I'm truly content with my circumstances. I'm truly content with myself. It's different. And you're completely aware. Yeah. When you, when you, when you have real eternal peace, you're completely aware of what is happening and what's going on. For sure. So dissociation is not being aware. So yeah. That's the, that's the difference with that. So with sleep, you're comatose. Yeah. You're not aware of what's going on around you at all. You're totally dissociating. You're not awake. Mm-mm. And so... Um, another good one, who here likes to sit down and maybe binge watch a favorite show? Or maybe who finds it really hard that after watching an hour of a series or two or three, the more you sit there, the harder it is to walk away from the yeah. TV. That's why it's better to binge watch TV at night so then you just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not binge watch at all. Or maybe just sit one show. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> but it's true. It's very true that I remember, like, a few summers ago, whatever, Tristan and I would watch a Marvel movie. But those are, like, three hours long. They're really long. And I just didn't want to do anything after watching one because your brain is, you think you're at peace because you're doing nothing. But you're your mind nothing. is literally just, like, vegging out, doing No, your nothing. mind is being filled with a scripted story. Yeah. Right? So your dissociation. You're, you're not present in the present moment at no. all. Um, I, I feel, I mean, it's very hard to talk to people when I'm watching TV. I do not like doing that. Do not talk to me um, while I'm watching TV. Because you're totally dissociated exactly. and distracted. So, and that's exactly what it does. And then with the brain waves and all that, right, it's putting putting you into this dissociative state. It's stimulating these lower frequencies yeah. where you are kind of distracted, low energy, and dissociative and almost in a dreamy state. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, hypnotic. And so a lot of people say, I mean, I hear them, and I, and I work with brain training, it's just like, well, watching TV 
or even going on social media, it's like, that's my one piece. Yeah. It's like my one thing to make me feel good, my one reward. And it's like, well, it's not peace. I can tell you that. Yeah. It's because it is peace. fleeting because once you're done with it, you kind of just feel groggy and... Yeah, like it's you, not bringing you peace. It's dissociating. Problems. Yeah, it's dissociating you from the present moment. It's yeah. dissociating you from real life. Mm-hmm. And so that is another dissociation. Basically just being distracted. Distracted with anything is a dissociation. Some people go through life very protected in a dissociative state. Yeah. Um, you get little response. They don't like to engage. Uh, they may be depressed. That is really a dissociative state. Mm-hmm. And so it can almost be feel like a personality detriment trait but really there's other things going on it's like a self-protective state that people don't even realize that they're in but it's dissociative so there's lots of ways you can do it reading reading listening to music listening to music yeah that is a lot of people say that's peace it brings me peace yeah but here's the question when the music ends how do you feel (laughs) where are you at yeah you know if the music is inducing the peace and it's not really bringing a peace it's bringing more of a distraction yeah or changing you know it's it's changing your brainwave frequencies really but it's not it's typically dependent upon the music yeah you have to have the music to be in that state so that's Uh not that's not really the piece that we're talking about that's not internal peace no so that's um, dissociation which is really distraction which all these things are kind of distractions from real eternal peace and when the real eternal peace is the one that brings that joy, the one that helps to move you out of anxious thoughts. Yeah. So then we have number three. We have accomplishment is one, dissociation is two, and number three is gratification. Gratification, vacation. Vacation. What do you think about with that? So gratification is a little weird. So it sounds a little different, but me it basically means cake. that it's something that is gratifying a a temporary need, and it gives you temporary satisfaction. So right. that can be sweets, it can be food, mm. it can be vacation, it can be how sex. many people can it can be? <laughs> Whoa! What did you say? What was that word? Sex. What? <laughs> oh my! It can. It can it's yes. things that are giving you satis- satisfaction, but only very, very temporarily, temporarily. Right. So it's triggering that dopamine and that serotonin. That dopamine is the reward neurotransmitter in the brain, and serotonin is a feel good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, when I sit down to eat chocolate cake, <laughs> I feel pretty peaceful. Kind of in heaven. That can even like elevate you to joy, man. You yeah. can go on some kind of high with yeah. these things. I, so. I, I, yeah, I tell you. We're talking, we're talking drugs, we're talking oh, drinking. Oh, yeah, drugs is another one. Drinking, mm, drinking uh, yeah. one. But how, you know, is that peace? Mm, let me see when it's gone. Uh, you're Ooh. not feeling very peaceful. Dude, I think you're at bo- rock bottom. Yeah, it's not, it's not the peace that we're talking about. But I think society can sell this peace. Oh, for sure, for sure. You deserve it. Have some peace today. Yeah. Crack open that beer. Yeah. And how about relationships? How about when you're stuck in that honeymoon stage in a relationship, whether you've experienced it or not, you probably have a pretty good idea from watching movies. Everybody's all yeah. lovey-dovey. Nobody can do anything wrong. Yeah. I can't relate. I have no idea. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it. And, it, and it's, um, it can be with friendships, though, too. Yeah, relationships. Sure. So you have No, when friend. you, like, first click, you're like, oh, my gosh, you're my best friend. But yeah. then you kind of Everything realize they also have problems. Yeah. 
and then it's like, oh, well, yeah, this relationship isn't so peaceful. Yeah. It's not so fun anymore. No. It no. doesn't, yeah. Even marriage, like, you get married, yes, you're in love, and then it's like, you don't make me happy. Or kids. And you're like, oh, my goodness, yes, I love oh, kids. This joy, this But high. then once they, like, poop on you, then it's, like, game over. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly game over, but is it peaceful? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, all these things bring upon this gratification and um, very maybe high emotions that it's very extreme peace in there but it is not peace tis not peace no because peace your peace stays i mean granted we're human and we're not perfect and we're not god so we have to really strive we're always nurturing this Mm -hmm. relationship with god and so we're always nurturing this relationship with peace because i had that one beautiful magic moment of this chocolate mocha spilling all over and does it happen every day being there no no have i flipped out about something else that spilled Mm, yeah maybe so yeah maybe maybe we're getting bender though there's there's levels it's like i don't flip out as much typically unless i'm really tired and stressed but that's a part of being human so my life is improving as i seek out the peace that god gives but that kind of leads us to our last bible verse and it comes from philippians and it's philippians 4 7 and it says and the peace of god which transcends all understanding which i just want to pause on this part because you're talking about how we need to strive for that and stuff Mm -hmm. and like as we strive for that our understanding is greater than when we're like not understanding i don't know if that makes sense but like our understanding gets greater the closer you are yeah as you nurture that relationship with god the closer you get to understanding him but not necessarily in worldly fashion so you don't because when you like look from an outsider perspective it seems crazy that i would have peace during heart surgery or mom would have peace literally spilling coffee all over the car like those things don't make sense no. It transcends and understanding. A world, right? It's chaotic and it's a mess and we're crazy. Yes. But then the second part of the Bible verse is... Um, it will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus, basically. So the peace of God will guard, is what they're saying, your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So it's protecting us. So just like you said with the heart surgery and the chocolate, that peace protected us. Yeah. It really did. I mean, it probably it prevented us from wasting energy. It prevented us from becoming bitter or and hatred. going down and spreading that to other people. Uh-huh. I mean, like in the hospital, the joy of just seeing you um, in peace was amazing <laughs> uh, as parents, right? Yeah. That So that peace shares. And I'm sure me not being all pissy and... <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely like a blue moon moment. I was like mom didn't freak out <laughs> uh, and, car- and carried on with this thing and i still had my chocolate mocha <laughs> exactly i don't think she would have gone in and made another one before it's just no I it's different have. when you are doing life with god when you're doing life with jesus life becomes so much better oh my goodness guys <laughs> it does and it's so and, so much better and you have access to that peace which yeah. helps you to find that joy which helps you to move out of the chaos despite what it is and it really helps you to move beyond those anxious thoughts that the world kind of is trying to keep us captive in yeah and it keeps you in line with god so right it absolutely does so the we what peace is not we don't want to be tricked 
by worldly peace. No. Which can come through accomplishment, dissociation, or gratification. Um, that's not peace. So stay tuned for our next podcast yes. because then we'll help you. We'll give you some ways that you can nurture that peace from within. Yeah. And draw closer to God and directly work with that peace, that element of peace, because that peace is critical in your relationship with God and for with sure. Jesus. And that's why Jesus' first words to his apostle is peace be with you. I mean, he wouldn't say that if it wasn't that important to him. <laughs> right. I mean, that that is what God wants for us. I think that's a good example. Example. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. That was the last phrase in that verse. Yeah. And so he's coming to them with this peace from God. And he's sending it to his disciples. And his disciples want to send it to us, right? That peace. Yeah. We want to keep sharing this peace. And it's part of the reason why we started this podcast. Yeah. Really, Because we were able it. to find peace in, like, really chaotic places. And when you experience something so chaotic but you feel so peaceful inside why wouldn't you want to share that why don't you know you want to keep at it why would you not want to keep nurturing this yes it takes exactly it takes time and you need to nurture it like with any relationship but when you do it's priceless peace it is so I would love to close this out in prayer unless well, you want right. to. You can. Okay. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm You're usually on fire with all this stuff. This is your specialty. <laughs> Thank you. So if you'd like to join me in prayer, please do. Dear God, thank you so much for bringing all of our wonderful listeners here Amen. today. Amen. Thank you. God, I just ask that no matter what anyone or everyone is going through that is listening to this, I pray that you are just able to help them be above their circumstances today. I pray that you just plant that seed of peace in their hearts and God help them to not feel so crushed and do not let their hearts be troubled. God help us to just see that doing life with you is so much better and that no matter what we're going through that you are always going that your presence is always available to us and that your peace is available to us. God, we understand that peace is so important to you, and I pray that you are just able to give that, remind us that that gift is available for us. God, help us not to get distracted by worldly things like accomplishments or disassociating with music or movies. I pray that you are just able to set us free from gratifying things as well. Mm -hmm. Help us to not get distracted by the things that feel like they're uh, filling us up, but then they leave us high and dry. Mm -hmm. I pray that we are just able to go to you when we're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, that you are just able to give us that gift of peace. Because, God, when we feel that, when we're in circumstances that are troubling, but we feel your peace is just able... it. It honestly does transcend understanding. Mm -hmm. And God, we want to feel your presence and your peace today. So I pray that you're just able to lay that on everybody's hearts today. And we love you and we praise you forever. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' sweet and holy name, bring us peace, dear God. (laughs) Holy Spirit, come. Yes. Amen. That was beautiful. That was wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate spending this time with you. If you have found it helpful, please share it with other people. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing you next week where we'll talk about three ways you can cultivate peace from within. What peace really is. Yes. And Faith and Love, we're signing off. Kelly and Jaina. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and, and comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. In faith and love. Kelly. And Jaina. Bye.